0: Hola, welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Aquini and I am your sexual healer. I am a lot of things on many days, I promise you. <laughs> but my goal, my primary goal is to help you heal, recover from trauma, break through auditions, experience sexual pleasure, and build stable relationships while you are at it. And that's what we've been doing over the last six years. Today, I want to talk about orgasms, invalidate rape. Obviously it's a myth. It's a myth. It's just that people do not pay attention to it. You hear things like she enjoying now. But she not tell anybody. She no complain. One time I had a mentee talk to me and it was from the description this was a rape, but it was an unreported rape and it was because you know, I was at this person's place. Who would believe me that this person actually raped me? I was in their space. I shouldn't have been in their space. That it happened in their space does not invalidate the rape. It happened. It was without your consent. What if they tricked you? What if they tricked you into getting you in their space so that they have more alibi, right? Another thing I hear people say is that, well, this person is my partner. Maybe I'm dating him or I'm married to him. Therefore, legally, he cannot rape me or societally. Yeah, that's a thing that he cannot rape me. My society will not agree socially. I cannot claim he raped me because this person is my official partner and everybody knows this person is my partner. How can I tell them he raped me when we are sexually active? You can be sexually active with this person and still get raped. Because the rape is not a continuous thing. The rape is a today thing. Is that today, I did not give you my consent. Today, right now. In fact, I could have given you consent in the morning, but I'm not giving you consent this afternoon. Or I give you consent this afternoon, and I'm not giving you consent this night. Or I gave you consent for one round, and I'm not giving you consent for two rounds. Like, we have to be explicit about this thing. In the teaching, say yes with your chest. It was about consent. I was saying, teaching and saying, you know what? Say yes with your chest. So that day you say no, they will believe you. So that Today you say no, they will hear you. Don't leave the decision, the sexual decision to the other person. Is like, are you down? And you're doing your eye like, um, I don't want to say yes, I will not be a bad girl, so I don't be a bad boy. Um, Once I heard a guy say that it is the duty of the girl to say no, it is the capacity of the boy to make her say yes. And for a long time, I believed that. I heard that as a teenager. I think I was about 16 when I heard that. It's the duty of the girl to say no and the ability of the boy to make her say yes. And I believed it for years. I felt it was the duty of the man to seduce the woman into an agreement. But I found over the years, even before I started practicing, that you can seduce a person and get a yes and they will still hate you for the yes they gave you. They said yes. You seduced them. You convinced them. You manipulated them if need be. You coerced them into a yes. They said yes, but they hate you for it. Has someone ever asked you for something until you felt so weary, and you said yes, just so that they can get out of your presence. I've had married women talk about sex like that. It's like, he's always asking. He's always like a big child. And he's like, you know, what? let's just get it over with. now. so I'm just going to lie down here like a plank. And so there is no connection. There's no expression. There's nothing going on. It's just they do it and get out of my presence thing, right? There's that. There's that disregard for it. But today, I'm not talking about all these ones and variants of sexual abuse. I'm talking about the concept of being abused and having an orgasm. That is tricky. That is very tricky. Because how do you defend yourself when you had an orgasm? How do you defend yourself when you squirt during it? How do you say, oh, I did not consent to it? But you ejaculated. How do you explain that? On Twitter in Nigeria this week or last week, there was a rave on Twitter where a young man said he invited a lady over or he was at her place, but they were together and they were watching movie and movie was an adult movie and um, she was down for sex, but he wasn't. And he told her and he went to bed. He slept off in the couch. By the time he woke up, she was on him. She was riding him. And according to him, choice of what she was riding him vigorously. And it was pretty, interesting what was in the comment section because some people started saying we're so sorry for your trauma we're sorry you got traumatized and this guy in the comment section said if this is trauma he would like to be traumatized in that moment what he does is that he waters down the implication of someone taking advantage of you when you said you're not interested he watered down the fact that this was a sexual abuse even though it happened to a man and people would think oh a man is in charge sexually but that is not necessarily true i don't want sex I don't want sex. So whether you're a man or a woman, you don't want is you don't want. I've had men say things like, I opened my door and met her naked in my house and I didn't give her my key. So first of all, breaking an entry was one of the crimes. Breaking an entry is a crime or someone betrayed the man and gave you his house key. Like this person literally doesn't want you. You broke into their house. You took your clothes off. That's breaking an entry. That's sexual assault. And this person is going to reject you and all you're going to talk about is that they disrespected you, they disregarded you, they didn't answer you. Well, you are the one who is trying to buy your way into their heart with the bomb. And so if they turn you down, they have a right to turn you down. Because if he had asked you out that you don't like him, you will turn him down. And if he had tried to strip naked in front of you, you would have insulted him and called him names and pulled up placards and we would all back you up. The same thing should happen when you're the one doing this to him. How do you defend yourself when you seem to have biological evidence of pleasure? First of all, Understand that biological responses are like machines. I said this before in one of the episodes, that it's like a machine. It was in Sex Engine, the Sex Engine series, which is technically the series before this. Your body is like a machine biologically, like a machine biologically. If you set it in motion, if you hit the right buttons, it will give you the responses, whether you are looking for the responses or not. It's like when you have plant experiments, like the experiments that brought about penicillin. Interestingly, I haven't remembered this experiment in a long time, but I remembered reading it in SS1 and I was really fascinated by the fact that they were doing something entirely different and penicillin grew inside this culture. I can't remember what it was, whether it was culture or it was a plant, but penicillin grew and where penicillin grew, they found out there was no bacteria around it if I'm not mistaken. The biologists can help me and clarify this in the comment section. But I remember that where penicillin grew, nothing else that was contaminating grew around it and so they began to test for penicillin But penicillin wasn't what they were looking for. Meaning in biology, if you get stuff done right, you don't know if it's right. But it will give you the result of that fear the result is not about your sentiment. The result is not whether you are happy today or whether you are sad today. If you set a goal, dopamine will be released. If you don't sleep well, you will be unstable. Serotonin will be released and then serotonin will be trying to help you to balance. And so midday, you're yawning randomly That serotonin at work because that's what it's supposed to do. If you do have sex and the sex is great and you like the person, oxytocin will be released if the sex is great. If you do give birth to a child, you might not like the face of the child but you give birth to the child so oxytocin Will be released lactation is going to take place you're going to bond with this child you might not really like the fact that you got pregnant at this age we've had a lot of teenage moms say they don't want to get pregnant they would love to abort the child or they would like to give the child away but they give birth and they see this child and for some reason they can't let the child go oxytocin is not going to come ask their permission like oh are you ready to have kids no oxytocin is just gonna happen because it's automated biology is automated when I'm building systems, technical systems for my business, I tell myself, I want it to be automated. I want it to be in the biology of my business. That's how I want my business to run. I want it to be in the biology of it. And so when it comes to the conversation of algorithms, if you do the right thing, if you touch the right place, if you hit it the right way, if you attend to it the right way. So say you, you're a woman who has a deep vagina, for example and um, all you've ever experienced is maybe masturbation or fingering yourself or the, your partner's penis is not as deep as your vagina is it's not as long as your vagina is deep and then this particular time where you you get ripped for example you get ripped by someone who has a pretty long penis that fits into your vagina and so this person's penis is not just long but is also thick enough to cover the radius of your vagina width right and so you have every angle covered and your nerve endings internal nerve endings as a reflection of your Outside is getting touched correctly, you are going to have an orgasm. The orgasm is not about whether you like the man's face or not, the orgasm is that your vagina is correctly touched. And so, I need people to stop apologizing for having orgasms during rape, it's just proof that something was biologically done correctly. You might not like the man, you might not like the woman, does not mean they didn't do it correctly. It's like when we're in school, I don't like my teacher, does not mean my teacher didn't teach correctly. I don't like my boss or I don't like my staff, does not mean they didn't do something correctly. And that's why we have to be able to separate sentimental responses from actual things that happened. The same thing happens when people come for therapy after I rape and they start saying things like it was my fault. I'm like uh, hold up, hold up. Why was it your fault? How did you rape happen? Because now what's happened is you've distorted the story. You've distorted the story and convinced yourself that it was your fault. What you've done every time we talk about orgasm and use it as an excuse for rape it. is that we are trying to distort the story. We're trying to distort the fact that a rape happened. We're trying to say that the end justifies the means. That because, oh, you had an orgasm, then the rape is forgivable. It's not necessarily forgivable. It's not forgivable. It's a rape. It's a rape. This person has to apologize and you have to get justice. You have to get justice. Even if you're going to end up dating this rapist years down the line or weeks down the line, they have to still apologize for raping you against your will and they have to be willing to never do it again. And if you're doing it again, you have a right to walk out of this relationship. Besides, it's not advisable that you date an abuser, but it does happen where people find middle grounds to forgive themselves and move on going forward. Right, but it does not invalidate, the orgasm does not invalidate the rape. The orgasm is not a substitute for the rape story. No, it isn't. The rape is the rape and the orgasm is just the biology. If you are in a committed relationship and orgasms are not happening, then we now want to find out oh, why is orgasms not happening? Is it that we're not doing something right? Is it that we're not hitting the places we need to hit right? What are we not doing right? Is it just that this person doesn't have orgasms because some people don't? Right? Is it just that it doesn't happen with this person? Have we tried everything we can possibly try? Is this person relaxed? Are they stimulated? Are they turned on enough? Right? In a committed relationship, we'll be focused on all that. Now you can't tell me that because people in committed relationships don't have it, that because this person got it through a rape. Therefore, the rape is invalid. That's not true. It's like saying because married people look for kids and they don't have kids. Because a teenager got raped and they have a kid, the child they have is a blessing so they should forgive the rapist. That's nonsense. That's Aaron's nonsense. The rape is the rape. That they have a child and someone else is praying for a child does not mean that the rape is invalid. It doesn't mean it is invalid. I hope this has set you free if you were someone who had an orgasm and rape. I hope this has judged you and made you realize you need to go back and apologize and um, give justice to someone if you were the one who was abused if you're the one who abused someone or you know someone who abused someone and you were part of the critique and culture who said that the person needed to shut up because they had an orgasm i'm tired of seeing women get shamed by sexual orgasms that a woman had orgasm during a rape i'm tired of women getting shut up by those things that is not accurate that is not accurate a woman who has been sexually disturbed for months gets sex against her will and she has an orgasm doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, no, she has to get raped all the time. No, that's nonsense. If she wants to try out more aggressive variants of rape, partners should discuss it with her. They should have an agreement. They should come to consensus. If you, they need to have written agreement, they should have written agreement, but at least have verbal agreement and say, oh, we want to try this out. Agree with your partner. Don't just jump on them and say, because the last time you jumped on them, you had better sexual responses. No, agree. Otherwise, over a period of time, their body will store that information remember the episode on your body stores your story your body is going to store that information and after a while maybe a few months down the line you're going to start having a partner who is dry a partner who needs therapy please 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 don't do that to yourself all right if you have any questions whatsoever all you need to do is go to www.lisaexpress.com and you'll be able to ask us your questions anonymously we won't collect your name we won't collect your email and when we answer you we won't tag you because we don't even know who you are the responses will be on social media on facebook twitter instagram and LinkedIn. All you need to do is search for Lisa Express Consult on those platforms or better still just use our username at Lisa Express C. Until next week when I see you, do have a phenomenal week.